You are getting ready to listen to the voice of Dr. Radi Ferguson. 2004 Olympian. Four-time national judo champion. Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. Author, speaker and coach. Hello, this is Dr. Radi Ferguson and welcome to another edition of Coffee with Radi. This particular edition has been brought to you by the book Judo is Life. It can be found at www.judoislife.net. In that particular book, we talk about the, the Kazushi, the Sakuri, and the Kake of life. The off-balancing that happens, where you actually fit in, and how to execute and get full completion out of your life. Today, I'd like to talk about something that is, I think it... I think a lot of people miss the mark with it, and I think a lot of people miss the mark because it's not really taught in our schools. It's not part of the educational process, but it's something that happens every day, and it's a crucial part to our business relationships, our personal relationships, and our romantic relationships, and that is understanding the power or lack thereof and timing of an apology. Uh, if you take the time to uh, allow your fingers to do the walking up and down Google or Yahoo and you type in the anatomy of an apology, you'll see that an apology has certain pieces to it that have to be in place and certain pieces that should never be in place in order for the apology to be genuine, sincere and have the maximum amount of empathy. If you choose to watch a couple of TED Talks on the, on the issue, you'll also find out and see examples of people who rendered some great apologies and some people who did not render great apologies. The reason why I'm telling you about this particular study is because most likely you in and of yourself, you have not sat down and done any study on how to apologize. I do remember this when I was coming up, my mother actually broke down the anatomy of an apology and how to apologize. I remember that I was never, never ever to say sorry. I always had to say, I apologize. And the next part was, what do you apologize for? Because you can't say, I apologize. You have to say, I apologize for. And then you fill in the blank for what you're apologizing for. And then you ask the person, Will they accept your apology? And sometimes the answer is no, and sometimes the answer is yes, that the person will accept your apology. But the accepting of your apology has to do with the, the following things. One, accepting your hand in the outcome or creating a, a situation of sometimes malintent or to the point where somebody feels like they are the, the victim of what happens. And then two, having that person understand that you know exactly what you're apologizing for. And then three, assuring the person that in your power, you won't do the thing again that caused them to feel the way that they, they felt. And then four, trying to make sure um, that your apology was accepted. If it wasn't accepted, then you, you move on and you try to, to behave in such a fashion that over time, uh, that your apology can be accepted or your behavior show that you won't do that again um, unless it was so egregious that you can't repair it or two you want to make sure that your apology is accepted and you can move on with the relationship now here's what i want to say the as much as i i i give my mom kudos for teaching me the anatomy of apologizing how to apologize 
And she was an attorney, so she was a great wordsmith. Well, I say is an attorney. She's retired, but she still is a is an attorney. She's a great wordsmith. Um, in my life, and I at the time of this recording, I'm 47 years old. My mother has never, ever apologized to me. And when she has, quote unquote, apologized, she did not have the anatomy of the apology that she taught me. My mom has told me, I apologize, or I'm sorry that you felt that way. And I have never, ever received a legitimate, heartfelt apology from my mother, because in some respects, I don't think that she feels like she's done anything wrong. And that's okay too, because I also understand and know that Part of life and part of maturing in life is about moving forward and accepting the apology that you never got. That's important too, because if you are stuck on somebody apologizing to you, then what you're doing is you're putting your expectation. See, you've already been hurt because your expectations weren't met, but you're putting further expectations and compounding the issue by expecting the person to render an apology or one that you would deem to be satisfactory. Now, if you're in a relationship and the person does not know how to apologize, I would highly recommend that you all sit down and talk about communication, about conversation, about the anatomy of apology, about the anatomy of apology, about, about the about the power of apologizing and and also give them this particular podcast to listen to. Here's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about first and foremost, the power of an apology. An apology is so powerful because it requires for you to do the one thing that is the hardest for you to do. That is one to remove your ego. My Aunt Ethel used to have an acronym for ego. She said ego means easing God out. And if we all accept Um, that there's an architect of the universe and we also accept that God is love, then what happens is you ease the love out of your relationship when you can't remove your ego to the point where it won't let you offer a sincere apology. The other thing is that you have to remove the ego so that you can become empathetic to the person that you've hurt or harmed knowingly or unknowingly. You have to put yourself in the shoes of the victim. And once you do that, your apology becomes so powerful to the point that the person feels like that you love them, that you care about them, and that your feelings are sincere. That you love them, that you care about them, and your feelings are sincere. And you have to remove your ego because in your in the process of your apology, those people want to know that you are selfless and that you love them so much so that you're willing to remove your ego or remove a little bit of yourself in order to strengthen the bonds of the relationship that you have with that particular person. The other reason that the apology is so powerful is because it allows you to stitch and weave the the fabric of your relationship together and tighter. And, And why am I talking about that? I'm talking about that because a lot of people do not accept 
that when an, an atrocity or a situation has happened, the fabric of the relationship has been rented and torn. And sometimes the person who caused the pain can't see the true damage of the tearing of the relationship. But even though they can't see the damage, there's nothing wrong with offering as much stitching as possible. This is the power of the apology. And the other thing that is so powerful about the apology, or what can make it as powerful as possible, is if you understand the purpose of the apology. The purpose of the apology is for it to sound to the receiver, not this, not from the sender, but to the receiver like it's heartfelt. So when you ask yourself, was my apology a good apology? You have to ask yourself, was my apology a good apology to who? Not that I felt like I offered a good apology, but do you feel like your apology was received in a good way? This is the importance, and this is what makes the apology so powerful. Now let's move on to the other side. Let's talk about the apology. Let's talk about the, the power of the lack of an apology. Oh my gosh. Um, we've all been in situations with people where we feel like we've been wronged, and the other person feels like they've been wronged too, and nobody wants to offer an apology, or somebody, somebody doesn't feel like they owe an apology or they say, I don't owe them no apology. I'm not giving them an apology. So you don't give an apology. And usually you don't give an apology because you don't feel like the relationship is important enough to do so. You don't feel like the relationship is important enough anymore to reduce yourself to provide an apology. The relationship is not of the utmost importance where the stitching of the cloth that has been torn is the most important thing for you to put together. And when that happens, unfortunately, the tear that the atrocity or the situation caused now gets torn more by the lack of an apology. That is the power of not apologizing. Now, we talked about the power of apologizing the lack thereof, the power of the lack thereof of offering an apology. And let's talk about the timing. Let's talk about the timing. Sometimes apologies are offered 10, 15, 20 years later, 100 years later. Sometimes apologies are offered five minutes later, 10 minutes later. Um, sometimes they're offered right away and sometimes they take a little bit of time. No matter when the apology is offered, here's the real deal about the situation. Whatever situation happened or occurred where, where there was a victim in the process, that particular relationship has been rented or torn. And as time goes on, the integrity of the relationship wanes. What am I talking about? Well, 
it's like if you have your, let's say you tear a ligament in your knee and you, you decide not to get it fixed. I'm just going to do physical rehab or physical therapy and I'm just going to strengthen my knee. That works for a period of time. However, as time goes on, the integrity of the joint starts to lose its value. Why? Because the initial issue was never fixed. It was never it was never addressed and it was never fixed. Now, you can rehab it and work around it and provide niceties and sweep the 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 tear or the thing that caused the tear under the under the rug and keep moving on, but you you sacrifice the the, the total integrity of the relationship and the relationship in and of itself has a less value than it had before. So if you wrong someone, try to create a situation where you can fix that as soon as possible. And if you've wronged someone and you are, and you owe an apology, man, apologize to that particular person that you've wronged. If that person is no longer available to you or for you to apologize to, then write your apology down so that you get it out and then sometimes take a match to it and burn it or apologize to the next of kin if you have the opportunity. This is Dr. Roddy Ferguson. And if you didn't get anything from this, understand this. Your life is very similar to the sport and the art of judo. In judo, we have we have three principles that allow someone to, to throw somebody. We have something called kazushi, which is off-balancing. We have something called sukuri, which is how you fit in. And then we have something called kake, which is execution. And life will unbalance you at times. When things happen to you and you become a victim at times, or things happen to you that you didn't expect, sometimes you get off-balanced. You get off-balanced. But the key is understanding how to gain your balance and finding out exactly where you fit in. And then where you fit in on the situation after you've gained your balance, find out what you need to do in order to execute your plan so that you can reach your goals, so that you can achieve a higher level of success. I talk about these particular things and how these things relate to your life in my book, Judo is Life. Please go to www.judoislife.net and get the book today. Thank you so much for joining me for another edition of Coffee with Radi. Remember, I love you, but God loves you best.